Listen to, listen to people's conversation. Look at, listen to people's conversation. I want to learn how to love myself. What the fuck is that? Who's the one who wants to love? And what self do they want to love? It seems like so incredibly confusing that at the same time, you're the self and the object. You're the subject and the object. It's very, very skewered, yes? So people go, oh, uh, I want to love. I want to love, all right? That implies there's something that wants to love myself. That implies something else to be loved, yeah? But what are they talking about? <laughs> Is there two, five, six people? So there's, there's this vague idea that it's me that's want to, to wants, wants, wants to love me. Me as the subject, you know, yeah? And then me as the object. Oh, I want to learn how to love Paul. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to me, yeah? So, all right. I'm just going to do a little thing on the recovery first. Okay. I'm just going to go to a point I always speak about because it was a, it was a big turning point in my life as this action figure and that was on page 64 in the big book right before you enter into the, the inventory yeah? and so it says this one sentence it says do you mind you in recovery anyone? No but you're, we're all recovering from something You'll feel it, yeah, it doesn't matter. It says, being convinced, and they use this term a lot in the steps. Usually there's a, it's a requirement, like being convinced that you're fucked, we will now go to the next point, yeah? But you have to be convinced, you're not be convinced, you're in the state of being convinced, yeah? See, what happened with me, I got struck sober. I spent two years in a program, three months in a program when I was younger, been run over twice by the same car one night, have tons of fucking jail time, you know, little jail time, tons and tons of dilemmas, all from drinking and using similarly. Nothing caused a surrender, nothing. I was just keep on keeping on. I got out of this two-year program. Didn't take long for me to get reintroduced to drinking and drugs. Went on what we call very, you know, a misnomer on a run, because you're not running for long, you know, you're limping, and drag back to where you did, whatever. And then I ended up in this trailer park, just drinking myself to be to stay loaded until with the hopes of maybe I could get high. But I was confronting that dilemma a lot of us do at the end, which is I had no money. So I had to try to convince other people to do what I wanted. Now my batting average had gone down a lot in the success level of that. I wasn't hitting I was hitting maybe 145, you know, so I had a huge, a lot of anger, really pissed off. And at one time I had tons of money, $35,000, a pound of fucking coke. And so to go back to like a one shot of coke was unbearable. It's like fucking hell times 20. Because you get a habit, you know, like you get a lot of, a lot of it's available. And then if you're kissing someone's ass to get a shot of some junk coke, and then you get one shot out of it. You just unbelievably fucking pissed. So there I was drinking, and then something happened. I was just sitting there looking at the guy. He had, I didn't know who he was. I just sort of came to in this trailer next to this hang glide park up about two hours north of here. And I said to myself, you know, this guy, he had a big head, a bulbous nose, varicose veins on his face. And I said, this guy's a bum, you know. And lo and behold, he was looking at me like I was a bum. Seemingly. And what happened is that moment of clarity that we talk about, I wouldn't say it was a moment, it was longer, but something happened that I had no idea could possibly happen, and really something intervened to put an end to my active alcoholism and drug addiction. It was sort of like that radioisotope that was in there. Something went there. It didn't stop at the head. It went to the innermost. Because the head, to, I had told people I was an addict many times to get drugs and you know alcoholic many times to get a place to stay. You know, that's it has to, the the admittance has to be to the innermost, which is not up in where the problem resides. It's not up here. <laughs> it's somewhere I don't know where it is, but it ain't there. But when you when it hits, 
it can reverberate for quite a while. And so what happened is this thing occurred, saw this guy, and then something downloaded almost, like a CNN newsflash, no story, and the newsflash was, I'm fucked. You know? Now I've been fucked for quite a while, but it was news to me, because that denial is unbelievable. Your story about yourself is so far fucking off. <laughs> it's like the perfect stealth of the disease. I mean, you have no fucking clue what's actually happening in most cases. So this thing hit me, and you know what? Till this day, which is 30 years later, you know, that, that being convinced has never come up for review like every three years or every seven years, you know. Let's gather together and Paul, here's the reins of your life once again. No, I completely got I'm not managerial quality. Never to be debated or fucked up anymore. Really, like put to rest completely. And I, I found out after that that I had an ability which I did not know and I hope you do, which is I have the ability to be convinced. I do. I can actually be convinced because I was and I have been. And really the basis of everything that came after that was based on that. Putting that to rest, thinking I have any more game or having little certain things that I'm going to manage. No, everything was laid there. And basically, there again, let's say the sobriety was completely downloaded. But then beautifully, because here we are in this dreaming of time and space, the next thing, without me looking for it, the next day, I was brought to my first AA meeting because that was the gift so that that sobriety could gain traction in time and space. I needed a way of life so that sobriety could extend. It, could have, it would have just been a big fucking peak experience and gone by the wayside. But something, I don't know what, set off trains of circumstances that brought me great fortune. A woman who picked me up and all I wanted was a place to stay said, if you want to stay at my house, you've got to go in an OAA meeting. And she took me to my first meeting, a men's meeting, 30 years ago in San Francisco. And I've been sober and clean ever since. And I haven't ever had a real strong thought or a feeling about getting loaded. With no thought, no effort on my part. It's just been a result that I'm at a great enjoyment of. Something that I couldn't do was obvious. And I believe it was obvious no human power could get me sober because a lot of human power wanted me sober. My mother wanted me sober. I wanted me sober. The state wanted me sober. A lot of powers wanted me sober. No human, no power could do it. Something seems to have done it or is doing it. Yeah? That's all fucking put to rest. Completely. And so if therefore the thing on page 84, the description of, of effects from entertaining these ideas was that the problem will not exist for you anymore. That's a damn good solution. Especially if you've, you've had or are having this problem of active alcoholism. And I don't mean just drinking and using. I mean the alcoholism is very active up there. It's painting a lot of pictures, it's irritating, restless, just, you know, it's doing all that. If you could have relief from that, I mean, what a great gift. The problem will not exist for you anymore. It's unbelievable. So we went to see a great movie last night, I recommend it. Uh, what was it? Don't worry, uh, he won't get far on foot. It's about this guy who got a terrible accident in L.A while he's loaded, and then he gets sober, and he becomes a cartoonist, famous one up in Portland and everything. And someone I know knew him, he just died about 2011, and he told me, and he, goes, he lives in Minnesota now, told me he should go to this movie with uh, Yaki and Phoenix and stuff. So we went last night, I mean, I was bawling like a baby. It was such a beautiful ode to recovery, because this guy was fucked, and I got run over by a car, he was in the hospital. The whole thing was like a fucking imitation of my own, my own life, yeah? And I was just like, <laughs> crying. And so, so, I mean, and I felt, because sometimes the idea of non-duality duality takes you a little bit off of, of the emotional plane, in a sense. Or you're, you're a little bit light or airy, you know? 
to just have the, the come down and have the deep gratitude I have for AA was just really unbelievable. I had such a, and I went to these cathartic little things watching this movie. There in the hospital, I remember how much I loved the physical therapist, the nurses, and he had this nurse and this and that. But I didn't get to fornicate with her later, which she did. This is a movie. <laughs> that didn't happen. But you know all these things, and there it was, beautifully done, and it was a beautiful like poem to AA, really special. So what happened was. Once the mind, it's like the head now that's captured by alcoholism. Alcoholism is a parasitical movement, and it's, it's riding on other parasitical movements, and really, to me, the original addiction is the mental state's addiction to self, yeah? It, there is no self to be addicted to, so what it's addicted to is thoughts about self and feelings that are meant to point to self and actions that imply a self. It cannot be obsessed or uh, addicted to self because there isn't one. It gets addicted to all, the, all those other things and that produces this sense of being the one, yeah? I'm the thinker, I'm the feeler, I'm the doer, yeah? Even to the point where you believe you're the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster and the toucher, like the, the experience of being consciousness in contact, which shows and when you, if you notice it, you really don't have any volition over it. So basically the idea of you comes after conscious contact. It's not the one who's conscious. You're not conscious. <laughs> Your consciousness. <laughs> yeah. So so then what happened was this this statement in AA, uh, I lost it already, the being convinced. I had I heard about this idea. I was led to it because I did a lot of spiritual practices, and uh, you know, gave it my best shot. I had a pretty good spiritual resume, not that great. Went to a couple of continents, met in retreats in Thailand, in India, Australia, stuff like that. <laughs> you know, saw a lot of quote unquote teachers. Went to holy places, meditated every day, all this, all that. And uh, but still, you know, I was. Still, unbeknownst to myself, the identification as self was thriving because the identification as self's biggest movement, the mental state's movement, is to claim. So if you're doing meditation, it will claim that you're the meditator. Yeah? And so if you believe that if you do enough meditation, it's going to get you out of the sense of meditator, I'm here to tell you, save yourself some time. Probably not going to happen. Yeah, because the process of the mental state is quicker than any process you could apply to it to get before it. It will claim whatever you're doing to imply there's a you doing it. <laughs> this is the bondage of self. The bondage of self, there isn't, the bondage of self is, is applied. So thoughts are seen as yours, that's the bondage of self. Feelings are seen as your feelings, that's the bondage of self. Actions are seen as your actions, that's the bondage of self. Girlfriend is seen as your girlfriend, that's the bondage of self. Yeah? Everything changes with the mind. Yeah? That's, the, that's how unconscious act, our light is being used yeah, by the mental state to claim everything that's happening, to use it to imply it's you that's doing it or you it's happening to. It's the bondage of self, it's produced. Yeah? Now, a lot of people's pipe dream is that that's going to stop, but does your heart stop? No, hopefully not. The blood keeps getting pumped. The brain is doing this. This is what it's doing. It's trying to organize whatever's happening by saying it's all happening to you. Maybe because it would cause you to look out for yourself more. Who fucking knows? But it's, let's say it's prehistoric, and basically the highest level it can arise to is a survival level, not living. It doesn't know how to live. It may not know how to survive, but it hasn't made that leap to how to live, yeah? And we want to live, yeah? AA has given us the possibility of living, of having a new attitude and a new outlook, a new freedom and a new happiness, yeah? That's an incredible, incredible. So you could go to a, a spiritual group today, this weekend and have a different experience, 
but very rarely, very none of them are probably going to offer you a change in complete change of attitude and outlook. That's getting pretty much close to the source code of the action figure. If you can change, if that can be changed, and you can, you as the action figure cannot change it. You submit yourself to be changed. That's what happens in AA. You've hit. Hopefully, you hit a point that you realized. I just don't have it in me. Yeah, I'm outmatched and you surrender or whatever you want to call it, and then you submit yourself to be changed, and you will be changed, yeah? You will be put to use, things will happen, and you'll be the better and the wiser for it. You won't be directing the change, but you'll be expressing the change, yeah? And it gets to a point, do you really want to be right and fucking alone, or you want to just be, you know, content and satisfied? Might as well go that direction. So, all right, so here I was, doing recovery, doing Buddhism, doing this, doing that. About eight or ninth year, I got introduced to this idea that there is no long-lasting independent separate entity, that this, there is no two. This dualism of subject-object that's going on right where I seem to be has absolutely nothing to do with what I am. It's just appearing, it has nothing to do with it. And so I was reading a chapter that I read quite a lot because I used to do a lot of fourth step workshops all around the world actually for recovery. And this chapter, how it works, I, that's where the fourth step is. So I would be reading this, this, these sentences every Monday night. I did it for 16 years at the dry dock here in the city. So, all right, it says, being convinced that self yeah, manifested in various ways is what has defeated us, okay? so. Self sounds like something here, and us sounds like something here, yeah? In a sense, never the two shall meet, yeah? If it was, if self was us, then it would be being convinced that Paul, Mary, Jim, Steve, Julia, three million names of alcoholics have defeated Jim, Mary, Jill, Zuzur, <laughs> you know? But it doesn't say that. It says, this thing called self seems to have defeated us, yeah? So it says, being convinced that self manifests in various ways. You see, because self can't defeat you because there isn't one. But manifesting, yeah, when we entertain that we are a self, then in that manifestation, the manifestations of self defeat us in this life. Yeah, see the difference. If you don't, you see the difference. Get to the exact nature of the wrong, all right? And then it says, okay, if you're convinced of this, We'll now look at some of its common manifestations, then you get into the inventory. Next paragraph says resentment is the number one offender, yeah? So if you follow the presentation, resentment is an ex manifestation of self in our lives. Then why are you calling them yours? Yeah. Why are you calling, let's say Stanley is manifesting through Paul, okay? And every time Stanley manifests through Paul, Paul says, they're my manifestations. Paul, in this case, is identified as Stanley, obviously. He's in the act of being, see, he's not Stanley, and he can't actually be identified. He's in the act of being identified with Stanley, so, because he's mistaking Stanley's manifestations as his own. That's what's happening. It's clearly said there, self manifests in various ways has defeated us, and now the us, every time a manifestation of self comes through us, we call it ours. That's called the act of being identified as self. It's an activity. You were never bonded by a self. It's selfing. I call it a selfing because all it is is verbing, and the verbing presented to us ad nauseum quite a lot. We finally go, that must be on the self. And then we, the body goes, and then there goes the, that, there's the narration of the movie. You could change, you could have a nature thing, and you had dialogue of a horror movie, it could look like a horror movie. You know what I mean? It's the narration, it's the dialogue that makes the fucking film. Because you're gonna misperceive tons of shit. You're gonna see threats when there aren't any threats because you're gonna be living in what's not happening. You're going to be totally displaced. And so to feel fucking alive, or to want to get, see, this is the incredible strategy of selfing. If you see it as a parasitical movement, 
Any of us who've had addiction, we know it's a hostile takeover, yes? The parasite doesn't treat the host well. <laughs> it treats it pretty shittily, yeah? So let's say, the let's say a giant bug parasite flew here and landed on my arm, and I saw it, I knocked it off, right? The 60th landing, I knocked it off. So this, this head, this parasitical movement has to have a damn good strategy to fucking sort of to anesthetize the host. Keep it alive, but don't keep it too, keep it sort of dulled out. So the parasite jacks into our brain, our thoughts is not the brain, the thought system, and says, talks to us as us, really. When you're hearing the thoughts, you believe they're yours. Even when the parasite starts giving you fucking a bit of information that you know damn well you should not follow, the urge to follow it, it's sort of like because, you know, Ulysses, when he heard the sirens singing, yeah? If the sirens were his wife, he would have fucking totally looked. You know what I mean? If he had any familiarity with who was singing, he'd be like on that island. The Odyssey would never have continued. <laughs> so, you know, but he saw the sirens as something other than himself, so he could keep looking ahead. This is it. So I entertained this. What, what else am I going to do? <laughs> From this point on, and then those things describing what can happen in recovery stabilize, not just as an experience here and there, based on if I'm good or doing this, but we're available now pretty much at all times. Are they always expressing? No. But what I am is always available at all times, right where I am with no requirement necessary to meet it. Because I am it. Yeah. Ah, there's rest. There's reliability. So in recovery, I'm a believer in understanding. If you can have a right understanding about what's happening, it lends itself, it lends itself to go really, really far. If you're misunderstanding the problem, you'll be trying to do what they warn us against. You're gonna be trying to get out of self as self, which never works. That's why we say in the recovery community, self can't get out of self. It's meant for you to sort of entertain that. What the fuck does that mean? Well, find out. You may be, it may fit what you're doing right now, you're identified as something that you're not, and then you're trying to get out of it as the thing you're not. That's why you can't escape self out of itself, because there isn't one, really. Yeah? So, this happened, and now that's 21, I'd say nine years, I don't know exactly when it happened. But now the last 21 years, hmm, you know, I thought I'd get out of jail, you know, jail free card, but it wasn't that case. Everything happens as it happens. People I love have cancer and shit like this, and I, I disappoint others. I'm not always, don't have a loving gaze or anything like that. Can get a little ornery here and there, but it's obviously, thank God, it's not me. But what it did has, what it has enabled is a traveling lighter through whatever circumstances this action figure has in store for it in this little thing called life, yes? So after years of that, what more do I want? I mean, because the possibility is you could really travel fucking heavy here. So if you have the possibility to lean to the light and make it a habit and then basically get established there like it says, you know, then um, um, amazing things follow that position. And uh, yeah, so that's why, uh, Ever since then, you know, I was doing these sports set workshops, then people that would come into the workshops were realizing he's not even talking about the fourth step anymore, ever. <laughs> they bring the pens and the pen, you know, no, no writing or nothing, because I really felt, hey, it's like a quantum leap, you know. See it, so. Now, I thought it was gonna go really big in the community of AA, it hasn't really. I don't know what happened. I thought first I thought for a while it was me, you know. There's a lot of faults in the action figure. But you should never, never say no to the message because of the messenger. That's crazy. Because you never know where or how you're gonna be helped or from what source. 
do not believe the hose is the water. The hose is just conducting water. It's not the water. It will never be the water. Yeah? As this little, in this dreaming. But it's conducting water. Yeah? Now drink the freaking water. Don't worry about my shirt or whatever it is or whatever. Pointless. Yes? So, so this idea of there is no long-lasting, independent, separate entity brought me to this, this topic called non-duality. Yeah? Non-duality. And non-duality, you may run into it because actually it dovetails quite well with recovery. Non-duality it is a statement of fact. It's saying there is no two. Non, non means not, and duality means two. So it's not two. It's not saying one, or the, it's just saying something that isn't. Because basically, and the same thing with it, the act of being identified, you do not have to identify with what you are. You're being what you are. You have to see through the identification with what you're not. That's all that's necessary. Once you see you're not that, really, in a sense, that's that. There's no, okay, now I, and now I start looking for myself. No. You, you are. See, there's only one possibility we have concerning what we are, and that's being it. You're not going to know it. You'd have to be something else. You're not going to experience. You'd have to be fucking something else. You're not going to understand it. You're not going to, none of that. But you can understand what you're not. You can understand you're not alcoholism. You can study alcoholism, right? You can experience alcoholism. We're doing it all fucking day. We know what it's like to experience life through alcoholism. Yeah? All of that. But you can't apply the knowing, the experiencing, the wanting to get what you are because you're it already. See, this is the dilemma. See, I can go out and find something that can be found. You can't find what's looking because you're what's looking. Yeah? It's a trippy little thing. So the non-duality is just you see what you're not, and in seeing what you're not, you get a sense of what you are, which is the seeing of what you're not. You're seeing constantly. Your consciousness, that's not even what you are. Your being, see, basically, there's no noun. See, there's being, there's no beer. There's doing, there's no doer. There's hearing, there's no hearer. And what's hearing can't be heard, yeah? What's seeing, not the eyes, I mean seeing, can't be seen. What's feeling can never be felt. What's studying can never be studied. That's the dilemma with science. They're applying studying on everything, but they can't apply the studying on what's studying. You can't get before yourself. You can't get before what you are. Yeah. You can't like, oh, I'm totally uninterested in it. You see it. You're not gonna see what's looking. Yeah? So all that, all that fucking misdirections put the rest. Blue is seen as blue, red is seen as red, the horse is in front of the car, things become simplified when it comes to metaphysics and spirituality. You may have trouble finding your keys, you know, or where did I leave my wallet, all that's it, but you won't have any trouble. You won't be spending another second looking for what can't be found. You just will not, you know, hopefully. It'll just, yeah. And then in a way, the way most people see spirituality, if they tested you for spirituality, there'd be 0, 0.00 uh, evidence of it. <laughs> You'd just be totally, I mean, you're not, you're not interested in any of it anymore because you're, you are it, yeah? Why would you want to waste one trying to, waste time trying to know what you are? Being is so much, such a different point than knowing and experiencing, way beyond, you know? And much more reliable because it's always available all the time. You're never not being until you pass away, and then you're still never not being. So, yeah, that's what happened. And what happened was, here I had a way of life, which is a path, yeah? And then this idea illuminated the path of AA. Non-duality is not a path of illumination, but it will illuminate the path you're on. So it brought a great amount of light into 
AA for me into my life as an as a recovered alcoholic, recovering alcoholic. Unbelievable, yeah? And it still does. It never, never, there's never need to change the bulb. It's always on, always available at all times. And Yeah. So, if you go to the next page, page 67 in the big book, he talks about fear. Now, fear, most people see as a huge cause of a lot of shit. Yes? They do. But AA, Bill W. says that's not the case. He says, why are you in so much fear today? And, and thank God he doesn't let us answer. It would have been five volumes of a book, you know? <laughs> It says, isn't it because self-reliance has failed you? So he's just giving you the diagnosis. What causes fear is self-reliance. Yeah, you want to get out of fear? See, you're not in self-reliance. There you go. Yeah, if you try to get out of fear, yeah? What happens here? If you get out of something, it's like if you believe you achieve something, you can believe you can lose it. If you believe you grew out of something, you can grow back in. This is a whole different solution. This solution is before the bondage. This isn't something that you get introduced to after the bondage. If you do as a message, it will show you that the freedom is before the bondage. Not getting released from bondage, but seeing there was no one ever bound, yeah? Yeah. That's where the real freedom lies. Because the freedom lie here doesn't have two faces. Yeah? It does, it's not sun and moon. It's always available at all times. After this, once the lie is seen as a fact, you're going to need a lot of fucking relief from it. Yeah? Because fear is going to grow in your garden if you're the fucking gardener. If you're the one trying to run the show, you're going to produce anxiety. Yeah. If you watch the head and watch yourself, most of us are being, we're living out of what's not happening, really. Most people, if they're devotees of the thought system, they're producing tons of anxiety that mimics the sense of fear out of what's not happening. You're worried about what's going to happen, yeah? And you're afraid that what did happen is going to happen again, yeah? So when people come into this meeting and they're flipping out, it's never based on tonight. It's usually based on last week or next year, yeah? And you can see, even though there's no threat whatsoever going on in this room, they'll be totally flipped out because they're not responding to what's happening. They're reacting to what's not happening. That's a true sign of a devotion to thought, really. If you believe in the thoughts, you're going to produce anxiety a lot. So what would happen? So what are you going to do? Are you going to stop believing in the thoughts? That doesn't work, does it? No. What happens where it says, you got to quit playing God? All right, well, what happens if that which is playing God, here's the message, you got to quit playing God? All right, all right, so there, all right, that which is playing God goes, i got to quit playing God, that would be playing God. Ad infinitum. You're not going to get out of self as self. There's got to be, it's not about getting out, it's about realizing you're never in, yeah? The solution is you were never in that which you want to get out of. And that which wants to get out of it isn't you. That's the relief. The relief isn't being an incredible success, like a successful Houdini, getting out of shit all the time. Yeah? Because every time there's a drive to get out, you're reinforcing the reality of what you thought you were in. Because you are playing God, bro. You're giving everything all the meaning it has right now. So to me, this, the talks now are just warnings, really. Because look at the statement we use in AA, fear, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. That's what's happening in the head all day, right? The head is presenting false evidence. You believe it, so it appears real to you, yeah? But you have to see it. 
what's the main cog in false evidence appearing real? The false evidence has to appear real to what's real. We're real. We are, not as Paul and Jim, but as what we are. We're reality. So here's the mental state presenting false evidence to reality. The reality believes it, and then the fucking shit appears to be real. Yeah? So next week is like a fucking iceberg I'm gonna run into. Yet next week, the iceberg of next week leaves no fucking watery residue on this Wednesday. Because it's not fucking happening. But see what happens? We are happening. And if we entertain what's not happening, we can produce effects now from what's not happening. I can get afraid of something that's not happening. That's powerful, man. That's miracle working, really. If you look at it, to make shit out of nothing is a fucking miracle. It's a weird, bizarro miracle because it's fucking, we're sitting in rigid petrification. <laughs> Does it all stop? No, but you lose interest in it. Yeah? It's like the person, you didn't, you don't, you can't turn the knob radio off, but it's like in about four different rooms. Yeah? You hear <laughs> And then when it's called, it says left, turn left, maybe one out of a thousand times it actually coincides with you turning left. <laughs> but basically, just going on with your life and it's going, you're gonna do it. <laughs> And you see it's like a paper tiger. You gave it all the power it has. Yeah. You and I, we have. We have given over our God juice to the fucking mental state. And it's been playing God with it. <laughs> playing God on God. <laughs> it's funny in hindsight. It's not funny when it's happening. So yeah, so this is what's happened with me. I still go to AA a lot, four or five times a week. Love, love new meetings in Nevada, they're great. I can hear what I, you know, I listen to what everyone says and I follow back to where it came from and, and either I really like where it came from or I didn't like where it came from, but I know both places and I don't want that anymore. Yeah, and you can be of help, you can be available. All that. Why not? What better thing can the action figure do? Yeah, the action figure. This thing needs a purpose. Service is nice. Its highest level this could reach is like surrender, maybe having empathy and compassion. Uh, those things are the best quality it can do, quality-wise. It can't be spirit. It's it's appearance of spirit. It can't be spirit. So, you know, it just becomes like a, you know, a functional Toyota. It's not like that you're not looking at it as the chariot of the gods and, you know, the center of the universe. It just doesn't really do well with tons of thoughts about it. So, you know, you're thinking way too much about it. Just can't really take that weight. Yeah. So then you see what happens to bodies being identified as you. Neuroses, fucking unbelievable shit happens. Livers falling out and fucking ulcers. They just fucking... <laughs> There's this way, you know what? The sun is beautiful, but if it was concentrated, it could burn you, yeah? So here's attention and interest. You ever see those pictures of saints? They have a halo. So let's say what happened to before, the, before the, all those people were saints, the halo was down here. It was just circling around them. And the halo had a little ticket tape going. <laughs> all of the whole ball. And what happens is... <laughs> Let's see if somehow or another you can lose interest in that. Yeah, because it's you keeping the orbit going. It lifts up and then, then that's open to affinity. Yeah, that's like wide open. And now you have a higher power of its own understanding, which is incredibly revelatory. Yeah, why would you want to have a higher power of your own understanding? Yeah, it's going to make it quite small. Yeah. All this starts to happen, and now it's there. Yeah.
Any questions? Why the hell did I come? Yes, I may have come. It's just an invitation, yeah? It has nothing, it's not a replacement for anything. But I'll tell you, uh, like it says in AA, you gotta get to the exact nature of the wrong and down to causes and conditions. If you stay on the consequential level, you'll be entering and exiting the hallway of shit and pants quite a lot. See what happens. Any questions? No? Yes? <clears throat> I was wondering uh, if you could delve deeper into the, you know, uh, the way that you're describing self or the lack thereof. Um, a lot of philosophies will describe it as being an illusion, a construct. Is that the way you're, you're, you're looking at yourself? Well, I don't even look at it. I don't usually call it self because it's, that's, uh, it's selfing. It's an activity. You're producing this yes. thing, yeah. Yes. The selfing, the mental processes, if you look at thoughts, the thoughts, when you're thought about, you're thought about as a body, right? When there's thought about you, you're thought about as a body. And then, all right, so there's the thought. Then the memories. If you go into memories, you're pictured as a body. Okay? You couldn't say, oh, there's, a, there's me as spirit five years ago. I mean, where? <laughs> you need so And to be anything to be thought about, there's got to be an about to be thought about. So the body is the about. You can't think about spirit. You can think about spirituality, but you can't think about spirit. You wouldn't capture it, yeah? So, and then the perceptions see things, yeah? Yeah, so the, the mental state, especially the narration, is selfing, I call it. It's just a verbing, and then it implies itself, this idea to what is, and what is takes itself to be a body. It can't be a body, but it seems to be, yeah? So, to the reality, it seems to be a body. That's the dreaming. It never becomes a body, nor has it been a body, but it seems to be, yeah? So the constant application of the selfing keeps this auto-suggestion on, and then this dreaming continues, yeah? But what happens is, that's going to continue, that's what's, but the amount of weight that's given it, the amount of attention and interest, the amount of meaning can be dispersed, sort of like there's way too much concentrated sun on this little story of Paul. I mean, really, it's way too much. It's called obsession with self. It is, and most people. I mean, they have kids you still have thought about. You may have four kids and you've thought about them a lot, but you've thought about yourself like billions of times more. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a lot of, lot of, lot of glue applied constantly. Because it's so obvious if there's a pause, that what has been taken to be so has a lot of fucking holes in it, you know? I mean, it's a long stretch. Yeah, so the idea of selfing is just mental verbing implying a noun, that's all. And then once the noun is implied, implied, and so the noun, see, in LA, uh, one of the talks I did in non-duality there, a guy who had seen me from recovery was saying, he says, all right, Paul, Let's call the selfing Pauling, right? And all right, I want to know how much Paul has been Pauling today. 50%, 20%, 80%. And I said, no, you got it wrong. It's the Pauling that implies the Paul. See? He was, he was presenting his take after the product was made. He believed it was Paul Pauling or not Pauling. When it's Pauling that produces the sense of Paul, that is getting the horse in front of the car. You'll see a lot differently. So the verb gives birth, by the claiming of the verb gives birth to the noun. As soon as the noun is given birth to it, it's, it assumes that it's the one that was doing the verbing. Yeah, so people will call me and go, they get the idea of selfie and they call me up. Paul, I've been selfing all day. And I, That's not it, it's the feeling of the one 
who's been selfing all day. That's the product. Or the selfing's driving me crazy. No, it's not the selfing. It's the feeling of you, the one being driven crazy. That's the product. So the selfing is used by the mental state to imply a self. And it's so quick that immediately you claim to be the, you claim the verbing. You go, I've been the one who's thinking all day. No, you haven't. There's just been thinking all day. There hasn't been a one. The thinking all day has been used to imply there was a one that was thinking all day. How are you going to get out when you're putting yourself into the handcuffs? You're thinking you're getting out of them, but you're putting yourself in them all day. Just get at least that correct. Yeah, it's simple. The selfing, the verbing, the seeing, the hearing, the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, touching, is being used to imply the seer, the hearer, the feeler, the taster, the toucher. The feeling comes first, then there's the feeler. The way we live from that robbery is the feeler is first. Even when there's no feeling, there's still a feeler. That is totally bogus. It's not true. The feeling is being used to imply the feeler. The thinking is used to imply the thinker. We're in a bizarro world. We're walking ahead, walking backwards. <laughs> How is So here's the verbing. And then it applies a noun. Then suddenly, the noun wants to get out of the verbing. <laughs> if you just saw you weren't in, it'd be fine. That which you find intolerable would be accepted. You would see thoughts and feelings would come through. You'd have suicidal thoughts, homicidal thoughts. But there'd be no you getting conjured up. Yes? Fucking, you wouldn't have to become, I'm a gardener of thoughts. I just sow good thoughts and I pull out the weeds. You'll be doing that all your life. No, you're not the thinker of the thoughts. So you lose interest in the thoughts. And beautiful, the interest that you had in the thoughts is what's been driving you crazy. A thought doesn't drive you crazy. Your or my thought drives us crazy. The claiming of the thought can drive you crazy. A thought has never driven anyone crazy. My thoughts do. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. The expectation that it's going to stop, though, is I think the thing that's been a source of suffering for me. You for sure. Keeps, it keeps going. But I keep thinking, well, okay, these resentments pop, keep popping up. You know, it's frustrating. It's like it shouldn't be there. But to who? Who's it frustrating to? Let's take it back. Don't go ahead, go back. So there's a perfect chance, all right? It's frustrating. To who is it frustrating? Who is it that wants to get out of the frustration? I swear, I used to sit and chant, I am not a body, I am free, for I have been created just whatever. It was a statement from the Course of Miracles. And then I realized, the only thing that would chant it's not a body is a body identification. <laughs> it's the body that wants to get out of the drag of being a body, not spirit. Yeah, so, yes, the self, the, the self that's been produced wants to get out of the frustration. It wants to have the, the relief from the frustration. That's why the frustration continues. Acceptance is the key, as we say in AA. Acceptance. Yeah? Acceptance. Things become fucking, you, you don't have to like them for acceptance. You're not like, wow, that's great. You're just fucking, this is what's happening. I'm seeing it. I'm hearing that, seeing another form, hearing. I'm hearing thoughts. Fucking, what, you want to deny that? That's what's happening. You might as well fucking at least accept it on that level. You cannot argue with what's happening. That's where acceptance comes in. Acceptance flooded into my life when I saw, see this as Paul, so important, Paul, yeah, was like an urban renewal project. It was being worked on constantly, trying to get better, this and that. This is not gonna turn into a golden fucking orb. <laughs> you know, then there was this, I saw that I wasn't this, 
and that urban renewal project was canceled, and then the attention and interest has been freed. Yeah, it's available now at all times. I never get gypped. I'm here every second, sleeping, snoring, everything. And my whole life since I was six, I've been wanting to get out of here, and I don't want to get out of here anymore. I'm not super excited, but I don't want to get out. <laughs> acceptance is the key. But acceptance is a result, not an activity you can do. Yeah. Let an AA work on you. Submit yourself to being changed. And some of the changes will lead to acceptance. That's what happens. And you'll express acceptance. Yeah. It's not going to be something you have. You'll express it. You'll express serenity. You'll express peace. You'll express satisfaction. You'll express contentment. You'll express, you know, uh, service. All this stuff will come through you. Yeah. And not one of it's yours. Not one of it, not one. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's 30 years I've been on that, on that operating table. 30 years, I submitted myself to this program. And it's, and you know, all I have, after all those years, I just realized about two things. Don't get up and don't play doctor. Don't say, oh, this is a new, new, new. If I can let the work continue, and you'll just be uh, streamlined, economized, and, uh, you know. And watch Center of the Universe has a break every day. You get to go to sleep for eight hours. You're so important to this life, you can be missing a third of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Your role is not essential, obviously. <laughs> so, yeah. And again, it's just an invitation. You know, do, AA is what is needed as an action figure. I've met a lot of people who wanted to use Buddhism, yeah, instead of AA and they're drunk Buddhists. Yeah. <laughs> if this has alcoholism or addiction and you found AA or it found you, that's what life is offering you as the way out. Yes, you've already been shown the way out. Now just open up to it and let it do its thing. Yeah? Yeah. And it will. All right, we better get going, eh? Yeah. That's, I'm going to pass the baskets. Yes.